Welcome back to Women's Wealth, The Middle Way, the show that answers your questions about work, money, and family. My name is Susan McGlory Michael, and I am the CEO and founder of Glen Eagle, a wealth management firm in New Jersey. Our guest today is Stephanie Carton, co-founder of Markid, an app that gives parents an opportunity to earn money while making more space in their homes. She is also co-CEO of Socialfly, a full-service social media marketing agency, and a co-host of a podcast and a successful author. Wow. In addition to being an entrepreneur, Stephanie also has a young daughter and is a mom. So, Stephanie, I'm exhausted reading your bio, but also very impressed. So welcome. Thank you so much for having me. When I was reading all about you, I realized that you recently launched Markid. And I'd love you to tell us and our listeners a little bit about that. And also, here with everything else you're doing, what motivated you to start this business? Oh, absolutely. So as you had just mentioned, I am also a new mom to a now 20-month-old baby girl, Molly. And I guess I don't know how long I can say new mom for because she's 20 months, but I still feel that way. And what started to happen when she was about seven, eight months old, my husband and I were becoming overwhelmed with all of these different large products and items we had of hers. And at that time in our small New York City apartment, her Mama Roo, her bouncy seat, her bassinet, all of these items that she was quickly outgrowing, and they were in perfectly good, really great condition, and we weren't sure what to do with them. Do we just get rid of them? How do we sell them? Can we donate them? And I went online. I tried to find a marketplace for parents to buy and sell baby and kids gently used items, and I couldn't find one. And of course, there's Facebook Marketplace and Craigslist and other platforms that are more general marketplaces, but there wasn't a platform that was specifically for parents, by parents, being able to use a platform the way parents shop, because the way parents shop and buy for things is definitely different from the way you would buy a toaster oven. So I knew at that time that I had to find a better solution, and in this case, create a better solution. And what ended up happening was I texted my business partner at Socialfly, Courtney. I told her I had this great business idea, and she shared with me, oh, my goodness, it's so funny you share this idea because my former boss at American Express, Anker, he just reached out because he's starting this exact app and platform, and he's looking for some help with marketing. So long story short, Anker and I met and we realized that we both had this passion to solve this problem and it would make sense for the two of us to formally partner together. So that's how the idea came to be and how Anker and I ended up connecting to be able to build this platform together. Well, I have to tell you, it's such a shout out for partnership. You know, when you have an idea, you can take it to an entire new level when you partner with someone that also has a passion. But I'm smiling here because you're talking about young moms and young families. We have a very large home, and our children grew up, and they left, and we kind of transformed into a, what we called our house, right? No more kid kid look. And then they started to get married and have children. And as a grandparent, we now have three cribs in our house, and yep. we have a play toys, and we have all these two high chairs. And for when the family comes, there's, we have five little ones under four. 
so you can imagine the kind of equipment. And I'm smiling because I'm thinking, even as grandparents who have beach homes or have, this yes. is the type of thing, it's great to, to have this for them. But boy, when they don't need it anymore, I, I will tell you, I will be on <laughs> market in a minute. So I'm absolutely, and you have no idea how great a market you have there. Oh my gosh. And we talk about that all the time, reaching out to grandparents, because like you said, you know, the grandkids come over, you don't need a perfectly in the first box new for your grandchild. You can definitely shop on market and have an item that's pre-loved and perfectly good condition. And then when you're done with it, you can then resell it again. So definitely the perfect platform for grandparents too. And so you talked a little bit about it, but you mentioned when you were speaking of another successful business, the Social Fly, and you also have a podcast. I really can't help but ask, how do you balance all this work and being a mom? Like, what are some Um, of the things that you learn the hard way? I always call it the school of hard knocks. We smile often when we're talking on this podcast, because I think that we all get our degrees and we all have our careers, but really the most gift that we give ourselves is called like the school hard knocks of figuring it out. So how did you begin to balance this work with, I know you have the social fly, you have the podcast, you have the market, and now most of all, you have this precious little girl. Yes, our little miracle baby, Molly, who is our number one priority and and guiding light for everything that we do. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not easy. And I can't sit here and share with you, oh, it's so easy to balance multiple businesses and being a new mom. It's, It's not easy. And it is hard to do all of these things at once. But I've definitely learned the power of time blocking and prioritization and figuring out what are the most important things that have to be done each week and prioritizing those and deprioritizing things that aren't important and and getting you to that finish line. Something that Courtney and I learned from running Social Fly, and it took a few years to learn this. So we bootstrapped our business, Social Fly, we never raised any money. So we grew our team from the bottom up instead of the top down, which I think then it really took us a longer time to get to where we are today. And the learning lessons there were we really needed to hire senior level people sooner. But back then, we, we couldn't afford those hires because, again, we bootstrapped the business. So now in our other ventures going forward, we've learned that we need to bring on the senior talent sooner because then we can delegate more of this higher level work to them to have our incredible team execute instead of everything falling on myself and Courtney. So I've learned always hire people that are also go-getters. And when you hire team members, especially in an entrepreneurial organization, we like to hire what we call intrapreneistas. So people who are acting like entrepreneurs, but within an organization. You are so right. When I was building my business, I had four small children. And we always say faith, family, firm in that order. Faith just being something greater than ourselves, not a religion, but family. I always thought if those two weren't healthy, that the firm wasn't going to be successful. But you are so right. Putting the right people in the right seat is critical. I always found sometimes hiring for what we needed versus what we could afford. So it was actually the biggest gift we gave ourselves because we actually grew into that aspiration. So I can't agree with you more. You definitely have the right attitude and are inspiration to women. But we always, when we're doing these podcasts, we always ask our guests, 
there are so many women out there listening, and they're thinking about starting a business similar to you. They may be at home now, especially during tough times, and they have small children, but they they have a desire. They have talent. They want to go back or start a business. What would you, from your heart, because I always say, we know what the books say. We know what business school tells you, but the best decisions I know I've made, and I'm sure that if I asked you, you would say the same thing. When you made the decision from the heart and from what felt right, it was always a success. The times you did what was supposedly correct to standards didn't always work out as well, and maybe because it lacked that passion. But what would you ask or or tell a really close woman that's coming to you and they say, Stephanie, what would you say if I'm thinking about starting this business? What should be like maybe my first top three priorities in, in thinking about this? Oh, I love this question. And I'll share my top three tips for anyone thinking about starting a business. Number one is just start. Because if you spend all of your time figuring out all of the reasons that you shouldn't do it or things that could go wrong, you'll never start your business. So just start somewhere because you are going to figure things out along the way. So just get started. The next tip is to Network, network, network. There are communities of other entrepreneurs, which is what we call our female entrepreneurs, and people are always willing to help and connect and support. When Courtney and I first started Social Fly, we joined a group called the Strategic Exchange, and it was this monthly in-person breakfast meeting with other entrepreneurs, and we would all network and support one another, and a lot of the People in this group are still our very close friends to this day, and we've all been able to help each other in business throughout the years. And the third is to learn from the lessons of other entrepreneurs who have paved the way. And this is one of the reasons why we started our podcast, Entrepreneurista, so we could share these stories of women business owners and leaders that are really paving the way for women who are thinking about starting a business and maybe aren't sure where to start. All of these women on our podcast share their learning lessons over the years. So as you listen to the the podcast, you can learn from these women, learn the mistakes they've made. So you don't have to make them, even though, of course, we're all going to make mistakes along the way. But learning from them is definitely the, the most important part. So just start I, I, network and definitely subscribe and listen to our podcast and listen to all these stories and journeys because you will learn so, so much. And I have listened to some of them and they're excellent. So I, I would tell you, you are such a gift in giving back to women. And the other thing I would share with you is, There's also such powerful organizations as women are growing the firm, and and they're not a startup anymore, like entrepreneurs organizations out there, the Women's Presidents Organization. I have found, I always say, I I don't think I could have taken my business to the next level. And also to become certified, women like the WeBank organization, these are entities that are out there, and I think we have to share with each other so that they seek them out and they grow from them. And and part of that is reaching down and helping others as they're growing and on their way up. So I can't thank you enough, Stephanie, for being with us today and sharing. And I wish you so much luck with Markine and with your social fly. And you are an, an amazing individual. And also, most importantly, enjoying the journey of motherhood. There's nothing better. So thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for tuning into today's episode of Women's Wealth, The Middle Way. Make sure to subscribe to us and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcast app. 
join us for new episodes every other Wednesday. See you in two weeks.